Welcome, everybody, to the Mobile Economy Podcast. Eric Garrison, along with Donald Kamandi again. And uh, we have some exciting news to start off with this week. We launched the new version of our uh, mobiles app on iPhone and uh, Android. The big exciting piece to the new app is the fact that it now has multiple regions, which means if you're in the Charlotte or soon to be the Atlanta, Tampa, Orlando markets, you're able to pick what market you're in and uh, look at the food trucks and properties we have in those areas. Right now, the Charlotte market is coming on very strong for us, and uh, that's why we had to get the app out uh, as quickly as we did. We also will have, in January of 2020, a new version of the app that will have a number of new features in it. So this week, our topic for the podcast is going to be around propane safety. So we've had a couple of uh, incidents uh, you know, that have happened and wanted to bring this to light for the property managers and for food truck operators. So Don. Right. So, so as Eric mentioned, we've, had a, we've seen a couple of propane issues going on. And early last week on the 14th of November, there was a news story for a multi-food truck explosion that happened down in Texas and it happened right outside of Texas State University in San Marcos. Uh, Luckily no one was hurt in this explosion. It was from my understanding very early or no very late at night and it was a brand new property that they had opened for food trucks to go and serve at. Uh, The big driving force for this explosion at the moment is propane. That's what they expected the cause to be. And they said that one truck exploded and then the fire from that one truck caused two other nearby trucks to also explode. But the explosion of these three trucks caused serious damage to the nearby cafes and pizzerias that were very close to the campus and from what I read a lot of people were scared or a lot of students were scared because of the multi-explosions they didn't know what it was. I can definitely understand that. Um, Gas explosions are nothing to uh, make light of it for sure. We had one happen in uh, Durham, North Carolina and uh, it took out a building that was owned by one of our clients uh, Mm -hmm. over there and it totally imploded their building when a contractor drilled into a gas line and caused an explosion over there ultimately killing uh, a few people Uh, i believe it was two is who ended up uh, dying from that explosion over there when the uh, prescient building uh, erupted and uh, did a lot of damage over there but Mm -hmm. it it was felt quite a good distance away. A friend of mine who worked at Prescient was uh, over at a different location, just about a half mile away is where he ended up when they evacuated, and he still felt the uh, shockwave of the uh, gas explosion. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, luckily these these three trucks did have the proper insurance and COIs up to date, so they will be okay, but still it's it's devastating to hear something like that from a brand new food truck location um and what sounds like pretty close to a school 
as well or a university especially we're we're trying to get food trucks out to more locations not not make it worse for them yeah exactly right and um on the subject of the propane uh safety and, and food truck explosions uh Back in 2014, July of 2014, there was a truck up in Philadelphia that unfortunately had two people who died and 13 people injured. A, little, a couple of months ago, the uh, court case about this, as, as usual, uh, litigation you know, follows a few years later, an investigation follows a few years later. What was found was this food truck had a large 100-pound cylinder on the truck it was actually made in 1950 and had never been recertified. So the propane cylinder was in really bad shape, had a lot of age to it. I mean, that's a 70-year-old tank. Uh, yeah, that's on, ridiculous. On, on the back of a food truck. That's just crazy. Um, the bottom of the cylinder uh, appears that it had rotted out, so it allowed that ball of the uh, liquid propane to escape and was just looking for a, a fuel source at that point, and uh, it lit up. So uh, the company that was uh, filling the uh, tanks, which uh, ended up looking like it was U-Haul, was uh, found to be negligent and fined about $160 million dollars. Wow. So there's news articles out there. If you want to get further research about it, you can find the news article about the uh, the explosion. But um, a truck that's rolling around with a 70-year-old, never recertified fuel tank on it is is uh, uh, just crazy to us. And also, then you find that the liability. Of course, they had uh, you know two million dollar insurance for the truck, but the ultimate uh, cost there was the person that was involved in the filling of the tank and not inspecting the tanks, which got hit for $160 million. Um, so many of us are used to using those small blue rhino cylinders and what we have on the, uh, uh, the gas grill. Uh, they do a good job of painting them, making them look good. But what you really need to do is when you have tanks, whether it's from a company like that, or it's ones you own, or it's ones that you uh, rent from a fuel company, you want to look at it and make sure that it's got a date stamp stamped into it of when it was manufactured. If it doesn't have one, you're probably just not finding where the stamps are pounded into it. They're normally uh, pounded into the, into the steel tank. Uh, then also look for recertification stamps. They do have to be recertified. Your propane filler is supposed to look for those stamps and uh, inspect them. So you might want to find out from your jurisdiction and your propane filler how often a tank is supposed to be recertified. But that is something you're going to look at uh, when you look at a, at a tank. And if you happen to pick up a tank and you see that it's got a couple recertification stamps into it, that is going to tell you that that stamp is older, that mm -hmm. that tank is older, and that it has been around the block a few times. And using it and transporting it down the road might be something you want to think about, and maybe you uh, uh, then go and get a uh, newer style tank. Um, if you are on the trucks and you smell the smell of rotten eggs, that means you have a leak. That means check and look for the leak. So the rotten egg smell is actually something that the propane companies inject into the gas to give it that smell. So all gas leaks are going to smell that uh, same smell. And once you smell that uh, rotten egg smell once, you should be tuned to smell it. If you smell it in your truck, 
check out your hoses, check out the tank, check out the regulator, and make sure that uh, you've got uh, nothing uh, leaking there. A uh, good way to check for that is to just mix up some dish soap, some water in an old Windex bottle, spray it on all the lines, spray it on the regulator, spray it on the tank. It's just soapy water and it should bubble up and uh, let you know where you have a, a leak. It might also be a good idea, and if you have any doubt about your propane setup, let's say you've recently bought the truck or it's been on the road for a while and you wanna double check your safety, again, check with a propane specialist. The guys who fill the trucks uh, and the tanks are gonna be the most knowledgeable on propane safety. And it might be a good idea to have your truck and your systems checked out every six to 12 months. Yeah, I, I agree. This this is not something that you should take lightly or you know just brush underneath the rug every once in a while. You, you really do need to take this seriously and look into your propane systems. I mean, yes, you, we're food truck owners and operators and we need to find ways to save money but propane is not where you should be trying to save money in your gas lines and your overall running system that takes into effect the safety of all of your employees yourself and your customers um, your food truck is how you make your living and it's a big deal to think about a food truck as a way that could seriously hurt us as well. It helps us, but it can hurt us, and you need to take it a lot more seriously than some people actually do. And I would so I would also uh, interject that you need to think about this when it comes to your generators as mm -hmm. well. Um, many of our properties, and we put out a safety card all the time that says, do not fill the generator when it's hot. And we have seen that on a couple of properties. And it's one of those pet peeves that we go, that is just so dangerous. I have seen too many times uh, an operator who is putting gasoline into a generator that is blazing hot. It's the middle of service and they're adding more fuel into it with employees in the truck and that generator uh, being so hot that if they were to spill, that gasoline would ignite uh, instantly and the whole truck mm -hmm. would go up in flames. And that is something we do not want to see happen to anybody and uh, would be uh, yeah, another black eye for the food truck industry if that uh, continues to happen. Yeah, one one recommend one last recommendation I have is to, you know, set a little reminder on your phone. I mean, we most of us have smartphones nowadays. Every couple of months just set a reminder to go and check your prop propane tank. Go ahead and spray your lines with some soapy water just to make sure that they're not leaking out anywhere. This way you can be sure that everything is right and everything is safe. Um, that concludes this week's podcast, and I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a splendid Thanksgiving and enjoy the cooler weather we're going to have, and we'll see you all on the next one.